Jaguars Digital. Jaguars, Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Sex Dexter, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. What up, Coach? This guy? I analyze it. Milky Way. Me, you. We up there. We up there, we gonna stay up there. We hitting everybody? Fine. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Okay. Unless they throw, okay. throw the football, except the quarterback. Oh! Hey, don't move the ball. Woo! They can win. When they run the ball, like, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry, because you'll be blocked. But if you're not blocked for some reason, <laughs> if you're not blocked for some reason, you're making the tackle. All right, watch this. Hey, watch this. Josh Allen having all kinds of fun at training camp practice. Some mic'd up. You can catch the full version of Jaguars Mics up on jaguars.com. Josh Allen's episode available now. Welcome into Jaguars Drive Time. Wednesday morning, six days straight of training camp practice. I got an extra hour of sleep this morning, which means I'm bringing the juice. Brian, are you? Oh, sleep. Who needs that? Come on, Schlin, have a couple kids. You have to get them up and get them ready for school. That'll toughen you up. Uh, no, thank you, John. I know that you appreciated maybe some extra sleep. I have no juice, but I did appreciate the extra sleep. So it's, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm raring to go this morning. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. You will call me basic, but this morning is the first morning of pup Pumpkin coffee at Starbucks, so that's why I'm ready to go. It wasn't an extra hour of sleep. That they make that for you, Schlin. Well. Somewhere deep <laughs> inside Starbucks, they came and said, you know what, that is our target market, Ashlyn Sullivan for pumpkin. Yep. I hope they're now calling and they'll give me free coffee for life because that's exactly what they need is more advertising. They're definitely going to target yeah. me, that's for sure. All right, we're doing a little something different with big things today. We are picking three players that Jaguars fans have not been so fond of lately. We are calling these three big things. Deal with it. Big thing number one, deal with it. Taven Bryan is good and getting better. Safe to say, Taven Bryan has not lived up to the expectation of a first round pick and needed some time to adjust to this new defensive system. His D-line coach spoke with us yesterday and said at times he overanalyzes things. But as of right now, he is having one heck of a training camp and his growing confidence and his teammates are starting to recognize that. I mean, if you really pay attention to every single play whenever Taven's out there, he wrecks. He, he's freaking knocking people off blocks and knocking off pulls and everything like that. That's his role. That's his, I mean, that, that's what he does. He, he's a wrecking ball. He's going to get vertical and he's going to knock off blocks and do what he has to do to open up plays for our linebackers. So, I mean, just because the stat sheet doesn't show it doesn't mean he's not out here, like, grinding and he's a valuable part of the team as well, you know? So, I mean, he, he just stays in his role. He, he knows what he can do, and that's what he's going to do. Big thing number two is deal with it. Andrew Norwell is overpaid but underappreciated. At the time, five years, $66 million made Andrew Norwell the highest paid guard in the NFL when he came to the Jags in 2018. Maybe this is because he's a left guard and it's not as flashy a position as left tackle, but you see the impact Quentin Nelson has at left guard with the Colts. I think that's what we expected Andrew Norwell to come in and do. 
Now it's been a slow process, but he as well is having a great camp. And don't rule out this offensive line as a whole either. We are definitely putting a big emphasis on, uh, you know, getting more push off the line, being more physical at the point of contact. So uh, we definitely been focusing on that every day. And, uh, Coach Warhawk been preaching that to us every single day that, you know, we need to get more movement off the line and, you know, create more space for our running backs. We, lot of, we got a lot of good backs, so we got to make some space for them and create plays for them. And finally, big thing three, deal with it. Miles Jack has all pro potential this year. I know Jaguars fans were not too fond of him last season doing with middle linebackers in charge of getting Quincy Williams and Leon Jacobs in place with constant shifts in the linebacker unit due to injuries last year. Now you have Joe Schobert in the middle and now Miles Jack can go to his natural position at will. Saturday scrimmage, he was by far the standout. And Brian, I think we all can expect Miles Jack to maybe make the biggest jump going into this 2020 season. Well, he's certainly in his most natural position. You know, he's a playmaker. We saw that in 2017. In the last couple of years, they've tried to find a place where he could do that, but middle linebacker wasn't it. So you watch Miles, and the thing that you see is a big athletic guy who can really run. He sees the ball, he reacts to it well. They're putting him in a position on the weak side, which, by the way, this is the first time in his pro career he's been a true weak side linebacker where he can take advantage of just those skills like Telvin or like Telvin Smith used to. Um, I would expect a year where the stat sheet is packed for him. Yeah, I would too. And this has been a misunderstood thing for a long time. I get a lot of emails along these lines. First of all, oh, Miles Jack's terrible. He wasn't a terrible middle linebacker. He, I think he's going to be a better weak side linebacker, but the demise of Miles Jack last year was vastly overrated. Second of all, I got all kinds of questions for all off season. Well, if this is his natural position, then why were the Jaguars so stupid to put him in middle? Well, Telvin was playing weak side for two years. So were you going to put him there? Paul Pazlesny was playing the middle. Were you going to put him there? There was no place to put Miles Jack for a long time. Last year, Telvin leaves in May, and all of a sudden you're going to move Miles Jack with uh, two months to go before the season? Probably not. So I agree with you guys. I think Miles Jack's going to have a really good year. I think he's in his position, really through no fault of his own that he hasn't been there already. But this is a huge year for him. Is it make or break? I don't know, but it's close. Let's go back to the top and talk about Telvin. Or, I'm sorry, Telvin. Haven. Um, you know, I did a little research. If you go and look at Kenny Clark, the now highly paid Green Bay Packers defensive tackle, he came in as the 27th pick in the first round in 2016 out of UCLA. He was not highly regarded. He was thought he was a guy that was strong and could anchor in and develop and get better. Taven was 29th. So over the next two years, People in Green Bay saw glimpses of his athletic potential, but Clark didn't even have a sack until week 13 of the 2017 season. And he came into his own in 2018. 2019, he made his first Pro Bowl, and now he is one of the highest paid defensive linemen in pro football. I think he is actually the highest paid defensive tackle. The fact of it is, is when you're picked near the bottom of the first round, your potential is there, but there's something that has to develop. And you can't argue that Taven Bryant ended last season as a guy whose arrow was pointing straight up. So here he is, near the same point that Kenny Clark was in 2018, looking for a breakthrough. We're seeing glimpses. You heard Dewan Smoot. 
We're seeing glimpses of it when we see him on the practice field. It was beyond argument. The guy finally has a comfort level with what they're asking him to do. And he can combine that with his size and his strength and his natural attributes. I think this is going to be a massive breakthrough season for Taven Bryan. If he can get back healthy, a bone bruise is something that can linger. But if he gets back to a position of health, I think this could be a year in which Taven Bryan makes a massive move forward. Yeah, sometimes you wish for the sake of guys that they did what you really ought to do in grading these guys, which usually most years there's 20 to 25 first-round guys. And after that, they're really not bona fide first-round talents, which means they're not going to come in and make a huge impact right away. Taven's been good, but he, but he needed to develop, as Brian said, and he probably was a second-round talent, second-round pick. If he'd been taken the second round, you wouldn't have so many people saying, oh, he's just another first round, but he's just this, so all that. I agree with you guys again. He has had a good camp. He was very good at the end of last year. His task is to be consistent because he hasn't been. We can say deal with it all we want. The bottom line on Taven is he hasn't been good enough yet. He is a guy. He's still got to take a step up to be what they need on the interior. If he's really, really good, then all of their interior problems aren't nearly as glaring. If he's not what they hope he is, then they're in trouble on the interior. I don't know that there's a more important player on the Jaguars roster right now, considering all that's going on at the defensive tackle position, outside Gardner Minshew, of course. <laughs> yeah, John, I could not agree with you more. This is definitely the year that he has all the pressure on him to improve. And I almost got the vibe yesterday when we heard from Dewan Smoot and Taven Bryan's defensive line coach, Coach Rebs, that it almost was like they felt the need to stick up for him almost because, of course, you hear the stigma. They said that Taven Bryan doesn't pay attention to it, but I felt very passionate emotions coming from the defensive line coach and Dewan Smoot sticking up for Taven Bryan that they know that he hasn't lived up to his potential, but believe in this guy. They see something in him. The Jaguars fans should as well. So finally, guys, let's go to big thing two with Andrew Norwell. This this guy might be the most confusing guy on the team because he does have that sticker price on him, and I think that's why Jaguars fans get so upset when you mention the name Andrew Norwell, but we're seeing him yesterday at practice pancaking, guys, Brian. Well, and look, I, I've been as disappointed in the results and as guilty as anyone of applying the highest-paid guard in football tag to him, or the second-highest paid, I think, is what he is now. So when you look at him, you see one of the biggest guys on the line, and you expect to see more push. Well, he's dealt with various injuries, calf, ankle, foot, different things over the course of his two years. This camp, he's been consistent. He is a big, strong guy. And I watched him pull and move, and he's looked smoother. He's looked more certain of what they're asking him to do. I think George Warhop has had a lot to do with Andrew Norwell playing better this camp than he has, at least to my eyes, in the first two years. He's going to be a critical part of stabilizing the left side of that line as Cam Robinson works his way back. If they can run both left and right, you know, the Jaguars have been a right-handed team because that's where their big grinded-out guys have been. Now you're going to have some big grinded-out guys on the left side. The ability to run left or right-handed is going to be critical this year for Gardner Minshew to do what he does best, which is utilize play action. Yeah, a few thoughts here. 
Norwell falls victim to what most non-elite offensive linemen fall victim to, which is they can play very, very good for 100 plays. If they mess the 101st one up, it's all you remember. And for an offensive lineman, there's no way to make up for that. Defensive players around here have been missing assignments for years and, and going to Pro Bowls because they make big plays. Offensive linemen can't do that kind of turnaround. So it's a little bit unfair, but it's the nature of the position. First, second of all, Norwell angers Jaguars fans because of what he represents. It was the year they didn't re-sign A-Rob, and they chose a guard over A-Rob, so that bothers him. I do think George Warhop is going to have a huge impact on the whole offensive line, only because of this. When Warhop spoke on Sunday and when Doug Marone spoke before that, they both mentioned the second year under this guy. And Warhop mentioned that some of his techniques are a little tricky to learn. He teaches a little differently. Everything you hear is that they like this offensive line right now. I've got to think for Norwell and the rest of the offensive line, getting a year under Warhop's really going to help. Again, much the same as, as the point I made with Taven Bryant. The offensive line is critical to this bunch. If they're good, the offense could be good. I think the defense is going to struggle. If the offensive line is as good as it ought to be, then maybe this team can score some points and get in track meets and win some games. That's all we've been hearing all offseason long from coaching staff and everyone within the Jaguars is how confident they are in this offensive line. So shortly, in a few weeks, we will put it to the test. Those are our big things. Three guys dealing with it, hoping that they will make major steps in the right direction going into the 2020 season. When we return, a new segment, I Can't Help But Think, coming up on Jaguars Drive Time. Hey, Jax fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com at ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. window to create a plan that fits your budget and schedule whether you want tickets for one game or a custom package for two or more go to jaguars.com 
or call 904-633-2000 to choose your plan today. doing there Joe very clever man this Wednesday morning welcome back to Jaguars drive time here with a new segment I can't help but think posing some questions and some thoughts now that we are through training camp almost Saturday scrimmage would put the end of a long training camp practice for us so Brian let's go to you I can't help but think what is Brian Sexton thinking about this morning John Osier, Brian is not ready for his spots. What are you thinking about this morning? Well, I can't help but think, see what I did there, Shalane? I used the title to get into the segment. Um, I can't help but think that if the Jaguars are gonna be good this season, they're really gonna depend on DJ Chark and Gardner Minshew. And I get that they're two of the better players. They're the core of this offense right now. We, have, we really haven't seen Leonard Fournette yet because it's, it's practice, so it's hard to tell. But it seems to me that if this team is going to get in some of the track meets and win these games, everybody saw that Minshew and Shark were developing a chemistry last year. They saw that Shark was really, really good the first half of the season, and he was sort of this Pro Bowl level guy. I think if the Jaguars are going to be good, meaning if they're going to get seven or eight wins with this team, Shark's going to have to be here. He has shown signs of being here in training camp. I like what you've seen. It looks like a year two develop or a year three development guy. Their chemistry that we've seen so far is going to have to be a national story. It's going to have to be one of those things they're talking about on Good Morning Football with your guy Kyle Brandt. You know, all of that Uh-oh. is going to have to come to fruition. It's going to have to be a big story for this team to be good. They had the capability. They look magical so far. They're going to lean on those two a lot early. I can't help but think that. Yeah, and the relationship already seems to be exactly where it needs to be. And, John, I think the biggest thing with that, when we talk about Chark and Minshew's relationship, we saw how successful DJ Chark was at the beginning of the season. Then teams started catching on to his potential. He gets double teamed, and that's where I really think LaVisca Chenault Jr. is going to come in. If he can take some of the pressure off of Chark, and also Keelan Cole's having a great camp. If you can have another wide receiver that reaches somewhat the potential that Chark does, I think that helps Matt a lot a lot because at the end of last season, he really couldn't be so productive because everyone around the league started taking notice, John. Yeah, Eifert should help that too. The more weapons you have, obviously. Eifert in the middle of the field and Chenault in the middle of the field. They, it, Chenault mm-hmm. has the capability of playing a tight end type role in terms of what defensive coordinators have to do to combat you. Uh, it's also up to DJ a little bit, meaning the elite guys, which he has the capability of being, they have the ability to get open and catch even when they're doubled. It's very hard, but that's what the elite guys do. Not all the time, but they can get open in, no matter what the situation. So I know he knows that's his task this year. Again, he got to hear last year in the Pro Bowl. It was remarkable for where he was as a rookie. But he's got to take that next step and be able to combat those things on his own. All that said, son, you're exactly right. Chenault, to me is the guy who can add dimensions to this offense, get some pressure off of DJ, really open things up. And if Chenault's good, then all of a sudden this combination we're talking about. 
Alrighty, I could not agree more. DJ Chark, a lot to ask out of a second-year player. But let's go with my I can't help but think. I hope you guys love these selfies that we've been doing. They look fabulous, in my opinion. I can't help but think DJ Henderson is actually a rookie, and that is quite all right. Monday practice, he had a tough day. I think, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it on Twitter, going against Keelan Cole, visibly frustrated after losing some reps against Keelan Cole. He was out with a sickness for a few days before that. But you see at practice, Coach Tim Walton taking him aside, calming him down. And I think that's what opened my eyes. He came into this league with such high accolades and so much pressure coming in saying, hey, you're going to be the guy. You're going to be that number one corner to take over for Jalen Ramsey, to take over for A.J. Boye. Monday's practice was the first time that I saw a rookie C.J. Henderson. And that's okay because he is a rookie. Everyone on Twitter freaking out saying, Ugh, a diva, he's getting frustrated. This guy's been in the league for four weeks in training camp. Give the guy a break. It is okay he's a rookie. He's going through learning curves, and I still, John, think we see the potential with him. Yeah, everybody's got their opinion on this, and that's, that's what's sort of too bad about Twitter in a lot of cases. It's the world we live in. But there's all the quick reaction to it, and guys don't have a chance to develop, you know, Practice Schlin used to be something where guys could actually practice and improve, and you would never have any idea what happened. And then that's what practice is for, to get you ready for games. So I, I don't particularly worry that he had one rocky practice. C.J. Henderson, from all reports, is a couple of things. He, he's a guy with unbelievable, unbelievable athletic ability. He's also a guy with unbelievable want to and unbelievable work ethic. Usually when you put those two together, you develop a good player. If you're missing one of those, obviously, it's going to fall apart on you. I think he, Henderson, and Chenault all have that look of guys who are going to be impact players. Um, he's probably going to have some bumps in the road this year. Most rookie cornerbacks do. Let's not forget, Jalen Ramsey was a great player for, for this team. He also had some games that you really couldn't talk about later because things went really off the rails. In the NFL these days, in passing offense, cornerbacks are not going to be perfect. It's impossible for cornerbacks to be perfect in this day and age. It is geared toward winning the pass. Thank you for calming my frustration and nerves about C.J. Henderson, John. All right, Brian, I think we have you back. So what is your, I can't help but think. I can't help but think. In London in 2013 and that was a rebuilding year a year in which people didn't think the Jaguars were going to be very good that the roster wasn't that strong and and the San Francisco 49ers ran out onto the field and I looked at them and I said look how big these guys are how strong they look and you looked at the Jaguars and they just didn't measure up well in this a year that a lot of people think that the Jaguars roster doesn't measure up I think ESPN had them at the bottom of their power rankings when they came out yesterday for whatever that means um the thing that stood out to me was how big and athletic this team is. There are not the big names out there, but there are a couple of spots where they've gotten bigger and stronger and more athletic. For instance, Tyler Eifert comes on. Tyler Davis adds to the tight ends room, and all of a sudden the position that was woefully undermanned last year is much bigger, much stronger, much more athletic. On the other side of the ball, just look at outside linebacker. You have Curtis Marsh's son, Cassius Marsh, who is out there, what, 6'4", 250, 
big, strong, athletic, can run. They have gotten bigger and more athletic at receiver with the addition of Colin Johnson and LaVisca Chenault. So, no, this roster is not the most star-studded roster in the league, and it's a game of players. However, the reason why you should be optimistic about this football team and their chances week to week to get into the fourth quarter of a game and try to win some of these things and be able to win some of these things is because there are a lot of good-looking athletes out there on the field. And if the Jaguars coaching staff is as good as I think they are, they're going to take advantage of bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic players and be able to convert some of those fourth-quarter close losses to fourth-quarter close wins. Yes, Brian, could not agree more, and I think a lot of that applies to the wide receiver position. We've been saying that a couple of seasons, saying that they don't have that number one big guy like a Larry Fitzgerald or Antonio Brown, but they have a lot of guys that can contribute. I think you're seeing that across a lot of position groups this year for the Jaguars roster. And that is our new segment, I Can't Help But Think. When we come back, we have some top tweets here on the Jaguars Digital Network. Can't help it, girl, can't help it. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity hey jacksonville this is joey d from bonos i just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms we appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis for over 71 years we have been here for you through good times and bad our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon be safe Welcome back, Jaguars Drive Time Wednesday morning. Don't let your car or truck get stuck on the sidelines. Duval Motor Company will service any make, any model at any of their first post locations. I know I can't see John, but I know he laughs every single time that Top Tweets music comes on. Good times. Wish we were back in the studio to see that. As we get into some Top Tweets, and I know almost everyone saw Top Tweet number one, and that is Gardner Minshew's new Bud Light campaign. Had us all laughing yesterday afternoon. Bud Light will send a case of beer if you draft Gardner Minshew as your starting quarterback in fantasy and send them a screenshot. 
John, I don't think I can think of a more perfect campaign than this one for Gardner Minshew. Images. He knows his shtick. It's all, it's all perfect. It all lines up. And uh, you know, credit Bud Light for seeing a guy that they could sort of latch onto, and would get it. And again, Shlin, uh, we've talked about. One thing I hope fans understand. I think fans of this show, because they fo obviously follow the Jaguars closely, get it. But Gardner does stuff like this, and this is about ten, you know, ten percent or less of his day. You know, and it's probably one percent of his day. He's a diligent guy on the field and, and at the stadium. This is all fun for him, but he's a hard worker. I hope that doesn't get lost. But yes, this is a perfect uh, fit for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Gardner Minshew, definitely not a, a craft beer shock top type of guy, a Bud Light type of guy. And I think it speaks to, I've gotten a lot of questions, I don't know if you, John, have as well, is, where has Gardner Minshew been all offseason? You didn't really see any of the social media campaigns. All you really saw was him working out in Naples. So this is truly the only one big joking thing he's done in about eight months. And I think that says something that he definitely has been focusing on football just because he does something fun like this once. Let it slide. The guy's having fun and definitely focusing at training camp. And we're sticking with Gardner Minshew and top tweets. Jawan Taylor on CBS Sports Radio yesterday says, this is definitely Gardner Minshew's team. He's a true leader. He's getting more confident in what he does every single day. Jawan Taylor, that, that draft class is definitely very close along with DJ Chark and Josh Allen. Jawan Taylor, one of Gardner Minshew's biggest fans, always speaking to how he is playing. But John, I think we talk about DJ Chark and Gardner Minshew's relationship. This is another huge one, is this offensive line with Gardner. And I think Jawan Taylor's leading the way here. Look, nobody around the Jaguars is not on the Gardner Minshew train. Everybody loves this guy. Everybody respects this guy. Everybody wants to play for this guy. Everybody wants to pull in the direction to let this guy succeed and have him help them succeed. Um, it's, it is his team, and now he has got to perform on the field and have it remain his team. But never let there be any doubt that this locker room, he is the leader and as the quarterback, he has to continue earning that. That's, that's the NFL, but he's definitely got the team right now. So here's hoping he holds on to it. Yep, definitely has the team and now has all the love of Jacksonville if he didn't already with that Bud Light video. I know everyone's loving that. And that is Top Tweets. When we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some closing thoughts coming up. Hey, Jax fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. 
We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. We're back, Jags Drive Time, Wednesday morning, brought to you by the Duval Motor Company. Have all kinds of things coming up for you. We have been busy, but bringing you grade A content, in my opinion. Jags Wire tonight at 7.30. You can catch that. Instagram Live with Devon Hamilton tonight at 5.30. Jaguars Happy Hour this afternoon with our newest analyst from the NFL Network, Bucky Brooks, who's been doing a great job so far. And finally, Jaguars drive time. Back tomorrow morning, we'll have Brian Sexton and John Ozier back, going back on the practice field tomorrow after a much-needed Players' Day off today. We'll see you then.